Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another sparkling edition of Plank of the Week. We've been sitting here for quite a long time, so there's a bit of giggling going on. I'm not quite sure why they're all giggling, because it's a very serious show, this. We are here at Talk Radio TV. Uh, we're going to be very serious. There's been a lot of plankery this week. Uh, and, of course, we're also in an election period, so we won't be able to... If you're wondering why uh, nobody's being named who's actually running for election, that's because we're not allowed to do that. But don't worry, uh, even without those people, uh, there's plenty of others to go at. And I'm going to ask, uh, I think, Kevin this week to kick us off. Kevin O'Sullivan, of course, Jordan Neeson. Welcome. Kevin, Thank who's you. your first plank? Uh, I'm going to go for the headmaster of Batley Grammar School oh, yes. in Yorkshire. His name is Gary Kibble, who left it for about three nanoseconds before unequivocally apologising for the fact that one of his teachers had the temerity to try and arm his pupils with some knowledge yes. about the world. Yeah. So this teacher we now know was teaching a lesson on blasphemy and, as an example, was going to show the kids a picture of the cartoon of the Prophet Muhammad that triggered the Charlie Hebdo shootings. Mm. Apparently the teacher did point out, if you find this offensive, you don't have to look at it. But what this teacher is trying to do is to impart knowledge Mm. to his kids. Uh, And uh, within seconds, when the uh, Muslim community, suddenly a lot of men, Muslim men, appeared outside the gate saying their parents were, didn't see any mums there. Many of whom weren't parents of the kids at school, by the way. And no women, where were they? And if they were were the parents, it was just the dads, there were no mums there. So it was a kind of a dubious demonstration. But they were going crazy, saying, you know, you've insulted our religion, Mm. uh, you've caused great offence. And the headmaster immediately... Immediately, unequivocally apologised for the showing of this cartoon uh, and suspended the teacher. The teacher, since then, we now know, has had to go into hiding. He's under police protection with his partner. Well, he's in fear of his life. And his kids, he's in fear of his life. And here, Gary Kibble, here's the thing he did. Absolutely nothing wrong, and you showed the backbone of a jellyfish. You should have stuck by your teacher in a free country with freedom of speech. He did nothing wrong, and for that, you're not only plank of the year, you're plank of the damn century. Yeah, and also there was some other um, sort of nefarious goings-on around that whole scenario, wasn't there? There was. I mean, the one that I was going to nominate as well, but it, it ties in seamlessly with Kevin. See, we're working as a team. Yeah, I like that. I like to see that. That's what I like it's to see. Twin-pronged attack. It's good. Twin-pronged. It's the first and possibly the last time. Um, but um, the charity, they're a charity called Purpose of Life, mm. and they were part of the demonstration outside the school. And they actually, because none of us would have known who this teacher was, right. so he might have been a bit safe. But mm. like, little kids as well, remember, yeah. they actually named him on social media so by putting his name out there this the, which he's you had, can then use to find his address he's had death threats he's had yeah. to be taken into police protection for his own good and 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 they 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 think this is fine they think this is okay yeah. given what happened a year ago to that teacher in France who was beheaded yeah. for doing I mean it was a mistaken identity it as well mistake. it wasn't even yeah. that teacher right. I know. but given what happened then and it's like, well, you know, what I can't, uh, no pun intended, get my head around with this one is the fact that, OK, everyone is up in arms about a teacher showing children a cartoon. And I get that it may cause offence. Mm. However, so pe- what? Well, people are having a go at that. But they're not so... They're wrong to have a go at it because there's there's nothing wrong with causing offence. No, and there's no law against blasphemy in this country any longer either. And also there is no specifically protected group of people Uh, for whom a different set of rules applies. You're demonstrators, Dawn. I mean, they they said that no one should have the right to insult our religion. Well, nobody wants to insult their religion. Nobody wants to offend them. We don't want to go out of our way to do this. But you guys are fundamentally wrong. We do have the right to insult Mm. your religion. We we don't have Sharia law. Mm. 
We have British law. It Get used to it. 2021, yeah. and as I said, we don't have a blasphemy law, and it's slightly ridiculous that showing children a cartoon in class in a lesson, and as far as which is also, by the way, a legitimate news item to discuss because of what happened as yeah. a result of it. And as far right? as we're all aware, it was completely in context. There was no sort of like, oh my God, look at yeah, this. Yeah. It's completely in context. But there was, I mean, there was one person I can't remember his name, but he was on Julia's show during the week, Julia Hartley Brewer's show, and he actually. Had to be asked four times that surely beheading someone is worse than showing yes. children a cartoon. Yeah, I, four I remember that. times. Did in the end, concede it, it was. He yes. said, well, yeah, yeah okay. You might, you might just <laughs> have a point. In the end. <laughs> you might just have a point. I know. I mean, also, I, I mean, just... you know, there were those as well who were trying to make out that this teacher was in some way doing uh, something racist, right? When in fact, it became clear from his Muslim neighbour. Actually, that he's got very good um, contacts in the in the community. His his Muslim neighbour and he are good mates. He takes them. Uh, he gives them Eid cards and all that sort yeah. of thing. You know, it's not as if he's some kind of closet racist who's trying to do drum with up racism. something. You know, it's trying to drag this country into some sort of medieval hellhole yeah. that, that it's just but also they're trying to cancel him that's what they're trying to do well they're trying to cancel him but also this been ruined but it's doing ruined. nothing also for the Muslim community of Britain no, because most absolutely. Muslims in this country don't act like that well they were, exactly. inter- they were interviewing genuine parents of children yeah. at the school who have signed a petition asking for this teacher to yeah. be reinstated well that's the other thing that this, this headmaster has done he sent all the other kids home so well, effectively, is, I mean, all the people the who thought their kids were going back to school, yeah. they've now gone gone yeah. home again, and they're not going back yeah. to the school until after the Easter yeah. holidays. Yeah, and he has effectively gone along. He's basically with shut the, it down. He's gone along with the baying mob outside yeah. and cancelled this poor teacher. And this poor teacher—it's not just the fact that he's lost his job; he won't be, ever be going back to Batley Grammar. No, he he's had to move out he? of his house; he'll never yeah. be going back mm. uh, to his house. Uh, and uh, his life is ruined. His life It's not yeah. just his job, his life yeah. is ruined. He'll be on a fatwa for the rest of his yeah. life. Yeah, he will. He and will that, indeed. And that and master has gone along with and it. And here's Outrageous. another question for you, right? How is it that these guys uh, can now demonstrate, I think it's about five days in a row, uh, at what would normally be considered an illegal gathering wow. because we're in the midst of COVID, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, how is that possible? How is, is it that the uh, West yeah. Yorkshire police, who yeah. have not exactly covered themselves in glory in the past, don't seem to think that uh, there's a problem. A group of people very closely together, only wearing masks you suspect to hide their identity, yeah. shouting. Right. I mean, breaking every rule in the book. And I mean, the I'm not one of there. those people that has a go at people for breaking COVID rules, but it does seem a bit unusual it's, well, it's, that the police look, aren't breaking it up. It's one law. It? It's one law for peaceful women on Clapham Common. Yeah. And it's another law for a group of men, and it looked more like a lynch mob, lynch mob to me. Well, they're parents. also making threats a lot of them as well. Yeah, right? shouting. Yeah. Who's your first uh, plank then? I quite like that one actually. That I'm going to agree with Kevin. Oh yeah, my well, God, you can vote in, for that one twi- to be the winner later twice if you in wish. one show, Kev. Um, right, okay, who shall I go for first? It's sport for choices. Yes. Right, I'm going to go for a woman, and I'm sorry, girls, I hate nominating women. Hang on a second. What happened to, did we do. Was that all of mine then? Yes. Did he just interrupt well, me? Well, how come? Would you, so you just butted in with somebody I didn't want to be in it? Hey? What? We're going for Gary Kibble, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Gary right. Kibble's the plank. Yeah. We just, so what we just, was all the other stuff about? Well, we were just well, augmenting the reason why Gary Kibble yeah. was a plank because of all the other stuff that uh, happened around it. Right. Right. It was right. if right. you know. Oh. You said something about some charity that was organising. Yes. The yeah. Yeah, but they're, but they're not, not in it though, are they? No. no. Are you no, nominating them? Or not? No. She's not. Dear everybody. She's, oh, okay. Dear everybody. It Did was, you not get the email? It was Mr. Tibble that Kevin was Kibble. nominating. Kibble. Kibble. Tibble. Kibble. Whatever. Kibble. Kevin nominated him, and he did it so well. You two feeling alright? I've forgotten his name. Maybe you guys should have a vaccine. It's For God's sake, it's Gary Kibble. Kibble. Kibble, any case, Hope Kibble. That helps. Gary Kibble. Well, Kevin, you sold it so well, I'd forgotten. <laughs> Get on with yours Kevin. now, well, come on. Okay. Hey. I, can't, I can't deal with your uh, failing mind. Car- carry on. <laughs> well, there's only one mind failing around here. Yeah, that's Dawn's. Come on. Dawn, what's your first, can you remember your first nomination? Well, you can't remember the conversation we had before we started. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, no, no I, I don't know why we ended up talking about the charity and the demonstrators. Because, because it's the same story. Well, basically, because Mike and I's points were more interested you, in yours. No, no, you wanted to nominate that lot out there. No. I got, I got in there first. No, no, no. No. No, you missed, yeah. the, you missed the conversation where you we know said yourself, that I'm we're going with Kibble. Well, this is not very interesting I'm radio listen. or television, <laughs> so shut up. And let's, hear, and let's hear what you've got to say, Don. Okay, Don. Christ, these two have been together too long. It doesn't break up the band and two other people. Right, okay, any case, I'm going to nominate, sorry, girls, a woman, and this one is Jennifer Arcuri. Oh, yes. She is a 36-year-old businesswoman who um, had a... Great business, that. 36. (laughs) (laughs) 
She's 56 <laughs> if she's a day. Who had, um, that's really sexist, who had a what? four that year... That she's lying about her age? Why is that sexist? Yeah, why? Who had, oh, shut up, you don't encourage him. Who had a four-year affair, it's finally revealed, shock horror, yeah. with Boris Johnson. This is the same woman who said she didn't have a four-year affair yes. before, but now yes. she's saying she did. Yes. Right, and okay. she's she's, right. she's obviously being a shy and retiring <laughs> feminist type. She's yes. taken four days in the Daily Mirror newspaper to give us all the Yeah, glory. I can't wait for tomorrow's paper. All the glory the details. I, I, I now know what it's like in every cop and spit, quite literally, mm. to have an affair with a bloke that looks like a bag of washing exploded in a haystack. Yes. And it's not nice. Apparently it's he lost really... a sock. I know. This Where? Is a... yeah, well, it's oh, a good question. No, Kevin. This, well, is, just a, this is a man who's... Down the back of the sofa, apparently. Yeah. Oh. Phew. A man... <laughs> A man who's trying to run the country who can't even find his own sock after right. sex. Yes. And, and basically, the sofa was in the marital home just before the wife got home. Yeah. yeah. And, and she's pretending to be some sort of, like, feminist empowering yeah, women. Yeah. And no, but you're just a floozy. Well, I'm afraid so. A floozy It's plank. a very grubby story, well, also, I have to say. Also, I'd say it, it's the most boring sex scandal in the history of politics. Yeah. It's really it's just, it's boring. Not, it's not. And... and, and uh, um, uh, Boris Johnson is immune to it. Nobody cares anymore. I don't think no. they do. I mean, I think it's probably partly because nobody cares too much about what Boris does. Exactly in right. Life. I mean, he's, the thing he's because scandal everyone proof. knows well, no that he's a bit of a womanizer. No, right? no one's shocked by no. the fact that he. And cheats. nobody bought her story the last time. No, absolutely. When she said, "Oh no, we were never intimate," and you go, "Well, okay then. I don't really care whether you were or not." But that's a bit like I did not have sexual yeah, relations with really that is. woman. Yeah. But did you hear what she said, said about their uh, foreplay routine? No. No, Kevin. They read Shakespeare to each. Other. Sat around talking. They sat around reciting Macbeth, and then they got it on on the sofa just before Boris's. Oh. Wife That's. Got. I mean, also, what a great story. She's, I'll tell you what she is doing. She's actually puncturing Ew. Boris's reputation because she's actually telling us that he's actually a bit cheesy. He's not. He's no. He's not a swashbuckling kind of you know womanizer. Yeah. He's actually a bit lame. Any, a bit any, sad. Any, it's boring. This yeah, story, isn't it? Well, it really is boring. But any man that turns up with his helmet in his hand and has to borrow <laughs> three pounds fifty. Say that the again. <laughs> Drinks. <laughs> it's drink. not going to be good, is it? No. Kevin, his cycling helmet. What did you think I meant? He's got a mind like a sewer. He has got a mind like a sewer. Like Gosh. But I mean, I have to say, the mirror alone is the only paper that would have ever published this yeah. story. People have been saying to me, why are you not, why, why are you not talking about it? Because it's dull. It's because boring. we all boring. know Boris. I, I just get annoyed because I hate women that have affairs with married men and then are um, <laughs> Sorry, kiss and I've tell. just seen a breaking news story. Elon Musk has apparently confirmed uh, that SpaceX Starship SN11 Sexy. has exploded. exploded. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it was exploded. exploded. Mm. Another one of his rockets. I hope there's nobody on it. Anyway, yeah, so, I mean, also, while we're on the subject of Boris, if Kevin doesn't mind, I'm just going to bring something else in about Boris, if that's okay. And that is that he's now spent another two and a half million quid oh, on this knows, new um, sort oh, of, you know, yeah. ridiculous room with two flags in it and three lecterns. I mean, how does that cost two, two and a half million? million? How much does flags room? cost? Well, I mean, the flags must have been a million each, presumably, because yeah. the rest of it, that still leaves half a million for three lecterns how and much? a bit of paint. It's just ridiculous. I know. If you add that to the fact it's going to cost, or is costing, apparently, £200,000 to redecorate the uh, Prime Minister's mm. flat mm -hmm. above number 11, actually. Yes. Uh, where, where, where do they get these astronomical price tags? From? I know. It must be that people, for, you know, sort of contractors going, I've got that idiot Boris Johnson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rack up the bill. But it's like, the old, it's like the old uh, stories about the Ministry of Defence, isn't it? You know, you're going to buy a couple of toilet seats. How much are they? A 55 quid. Yeah, right, OK, then. We'll have a thousand. <laughs> then you go, OK, then. Well, we've got to kit out the Royal Navy, haven't we? Yeah. You know, a couple of hammers. Yeah, they're coming at 120 apiece. <laughs> And, you, and they just pay it. I, I would like that job. I mean, obviously, we've spent huge amounts of money on our studio, though, as yes, well. Yes, we have. We? Yeah. I mean, no expense. Well, funnily enough, somebody did say this morning, why does he not just stand in front of a green screen and he can put any kind of background behind yeah. him that he wants, yeah. which would include mood backgrounds. Mood you know, back so like, if he's going to come on and be kind of downbeat, he could yeah. have a sort of a moody, yeah. you know, dark sky behind <laughs> him. Or he could just change it yeah. uh, if he's got something good to say and he's all upbeat. And yeah. he could have, like, you know, the Teletubbies behind him. got an announcement about holidays. It's uh, the palm trees in the background. Yeah, and then you'd, the also, you'd always have the opportunity to, to hack into it and put Jennifer Arcuri's uh, face behind him. That's going to say, it would be perfect, uh, he, various brainless blonde fluses. <laughs> I'll tell you what's funny, though. <laughs> Only you can say that. I What's know, funny about the Mirror and Jennifer Arcuri is they've obviously spent a few... How much do you reckon they've paid?
paid for that. Well, you, you wow. and I were discussing this earlier, and I think on reflection, you're probably nearer the mark. I was thinking fifty, but then again, 50, I don't 000. think they've got that kind and of then money. Then again, no one else would want. No, it. I reckon uh, more 15, like fifteen, one five. five yeah. I don't think so. Uh, but the interesting thing about it is that uh, the Mirror, of course, think that they've really sort of dealt a hammer blow to the, pri- to the yeah. Tory yeah, Prime right. Minister's yeah. reputation. The man with no Nobody morals. Nobody gives a damn. He's got no morals. Unlike yeah, these people, know, all, these, yeah. all these lefties around Boris, they they suddenly become all sort of Victorian. Yeah, yeah. We don't even know how many children yeah. he's got. That's a disgrace. They didn't mind. Nobody cares. They didn't mind how many marriages and women that Jeremy Corbyn had. Oh, well, he's got a few, hasn't he? He's yeah. got quite a few. Yeah. I don't absolutely. care how many kids Boris Johnson's got. It's a, it's a matter of mild interest, but yeah, if he not, doesn't want to tell an, us, I don't care. It's not Boris, anybody's Boris business, Boris really. Boris Johnson lies. Shock. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, like all politicians, shock. But, I mean, he, you, but know. you know, he, he is sort of, he has a bit of a, a rep around women. He does not have a good track record. The, hence the, jacu- the uh, Jennifer Arcuri. Jennifer Jacuzzi is a much better name, by the way. Jacuzzi Jacuri <laughs> story doesn't work. Oh, she had a pole, didn't she? She did have a pole. She had a pole, yeah. a pole dancing That's pole. always a bit interesting, that. If you meet a woman who has a pole in her room, I mean, what do you think's going on there? I mean, you've really run 100 miles I, in the opposite direction, wouldn't you? I would, obviously anyway. not. No, obviously well, not. Well, not in Boris's I mean, case. Yeah. He'd already parked Boris his bike, he, he, as, he they, went, as they say. He, got, he went running in there with his helmet in his hand. He couldn't <laughs> wait for it, yeah. You had to hang it up somewhere. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go with China as my um, China. first... China. China. As uh, Donald Trump would say, as my first nominee, because China seems to think um, that people like Ian Duncan Smith, Tom Tugendhat, Tory MP, Neil O'Brien, uh, Tim Loughton, all MPs, are going to be somehow troubled by the fact that they've now had sanctions issued against them, mm. which means that, one, they can't go to China. Great. Um, I'm concerned that I have not been banned by China because I want to be banned by China. I don't want to go to China. I've got no interest in going to China. I've got no interest in uh, in buying anything from China. Um, and I just think that they it's a ludicrous thing that they've done. And the reason they've done it uh, is because these people have apparently been spreading terrible propaganda <laughs> about uh, the Muslim Ouija uh, people who they've been torturing and locking up in camps. But <laughs> they say, no, we haven't. No, we haven't no, done that. Uh, That's not true. Yeah, you're not very good when it comes to human rights. Are you? Yes, mean, we are. Talk <laughs> about, I mean, talk about <laughs> Boris Johnson telling lies. I mean, the entire Chinese government rests on a, an absolute tissue of lies, you know? But you, think, you think, Mike, that this wasn't at all painful to the recipients of this uh, Chinese fatwa, but in fact it apparently was because Ian Duncan Smith has a holiday home in Wuhan and he won't be able to go there. Again. Oh, well, there, there you go. I mean, they do <laughs> say they've frozen all their assets in China. Well, yeah, I'm sorry, exactly. what assets what are they? Assets? Yeah. Who's got assets in China? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I mean, although I must say, when we first started covering the whole Wuhan crisis, I was astonished to find out that there were actually quite a few expat Brits living in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. We used to talk to one guy it's who was uh, an engineer of some kind. He was working out there. I'd never even heard of Wuhan until this time last year. Well, funny, funny enough, some of them were uh, medical experts who were working at the yeah, laboratory yeah. that's supposed to be it's responsible it's for forming the coronavirus in the it first It is a huge place. city, isn't it? Yes. Here's what the Chinese charge d'affaires said this. Um, China was not the first to shoot, nor will it be passive to sub- or submissive to threats from the outside. Today's world is not the world of 140 years ago. So they're jumping on the old anti-British empire bandwagon now Bloody as well. Hell. The Chinese people will not be bullied. Well, by Ian Duncan Smith. I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, nobody's going to be bullied by Ian Duncan Smith. Yeah. I quite like the guy. Uh, we will not stir up trouble, but if others do, we are not afraid. What are they? What are they talking about? Oh, so it's really bad optics. Isn't yeah, it? they're just showing themselves to be really right. Yeah. I mean, why should they care whether Tom Tugendhat, yeah. a rather little-known MP well, in this country, okay, like, in, but if you walked out into the street and said, do you know who Tom Tugendhat is, people would go, know. wouldn't know. You and, know. And the Chinese people go, oh, whatever. I mean, even if you, came, if you showed his picture, Loughton, if you showed his picture in, in, in China, you think anyone would know who he was? No. Yeah, yeah. No. Unbelievable. It's so that's how, my first nomination. However, I do have a claim to fame. Do you? I've been thrown out of China. Have you? I can't go back, I don't think. I haven't Why? tried. What did you do? I, I was, a, was, still am, evidently. <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> That's quite funny, though. It isn't. It's not what funny. What crime did you commit yeah. there, then? I was, a, was still am, uh, a journalist working out there. And what were you doing in China? T- I was working. And it was... Uh, doing um, what? Daily Star special investigation. Yeah, yeah. I worked on All the... All those Chinese dispatches that I, the Daily Star was so famous for. I worked on The Sun at the time. I see. Again. Um, again. And, and... That's a great job, actually, getting sent to China for The Sun. It was. That'd it be was amazing. Uh, yeah, it was a Sunlander magazine I was out there for, basically. And it was literally, um, unfortunately, timing, because it coincided with the... 
um, second anniversary of Tiananmen Square. Oh dear. Um, and they were fine with me out there for a while. I was legally working. They knew that I was a journalist. Did they have somebody following visa. you around? Yes. Mm. Uh huh. And then they um, confiscated my passport. Then they confiscated all the money and they moved me into a government-run hotel, yeah. which was um, basically the Beijing Hilton. It was it was a prison, Mike. They actually you went. You've never told this story before. No, this no. is a great story. Fascinating, isn't it? Um, they, yeah, they uh, you went into your hotel room at night mm. and um, they locked the door. Oh blimey! Mm -hmm. And there was a, um, a, a vent, like a loft hatch in the in the in the ceiling above is that my how you bed. Managed to escape. Well, no, quite. I was thrown out, literally thrown out. And uh, um, and this loft hatch, I was convinced would move in the night. And one day I got back to the hotel room and there were footprints on the bed directly underneath this loft hatch. And then really? I had to sleep in there. Blimey. It was absolutely, frankly, scary. And, and then basically the very next day they are um, asked if I would like to be on the first plane back to Hong Kong. Yes, please. Funny enough, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Although, well, you know, so, I say that I've not had any dealings, I don't think, with China, but a, a friend of mine went to China and said they couldn't get the thought police there because they thought it was banned. <laughs> so I think there the thought police might be banned in China. To so there we go. I, I had this idea for a, a fashion spread when I was on newspapers to what, what, you know, how to be a, a well-dressed Chinese dissident. Right. And the headline would be, don't be a Tiananmen Square. Very but, good. But it never got taken. Never got never published. Got no. Sorry, strange that. No, yeah. Now, that. let's hear your second uh, plank of the uh, of the week. Okay, uh, I'm going to go for uh, the captain of the Ever Given. Oh, yes. Uh, who uh, well apparently done. cannot steer his vast vessel <laughs> through a straight <laughs> canal Boris known and as the Suez Canal. <laughs> I mean, uh, and he's, he's only got to do one thing. Really, I know, I know. Keep it he's straight. He's just got to go straight. <laughs> Come on. Don't yeah. turn it. Left a, don't go left yeah. a bit. Yes, the Suez Canal <laughs> go is, not, is not known for its twists and turns. <laughs> it's not a difficult navigation task. Yeah, it's a canal. But it said he got it, he got it jammed into uh, the, the uh, Suez Canal. Turns out that uh, he could have been speeding. He was going too fast, really? apparently. Yeah. And they're blaming the wind. Uh, and, of course, this cost... Hold on, hold on. This boat... It's the same height as the Shard building in London. Yeah, it's 400 metres long, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So if you stood it next to the Shard, it would be bigger, taller. So how do you speed in no, that? Lengthwise, it's taller. Yeah. How yeah. did that? How I don't think it's taller. It's not higher. Than well, you know, but you know, but on it, no, no, no. If you stood it on its, you yeah, mean if you lay the Shard yeah. down? Yeah, uh, that's what you mean. Yeah, but, it's a, but it's a vast vessel. Yeah. Yeah. So how can it speed and be driven? You know. Well, it, but there's, a, there's a very low speed limit there. I think it's about ten kilometres an hour or something. And he was going too fast. They yeah. say, uh, but of course this caused the biggest shipping uh, traffic jam in the history of marine life. Yes. And uh, it was costing seven billion pounds a day. And by an to interesting economy. By an interesting coincidence, I think it was on its way to China, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was coming from China. Coming from China to Rotterdam. Okay. From China to Rotterdam. And it's a, a Japanese-owned boat with a uh, Indian crew. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you and I, Mike, before we started recording this uh, excellent edition of Plank of the Week, were desperately. So this is another slight plank. Is the press of the world? Yes. Desperately trying to find the name of this mm. bungling captain. Yeah. Uh, captain, this useless skipper. Right. And nowhere can you find the only the only no. reference to the captain I could find was that the captain was slightly injured in the uh, impact. Right. Yeah. But. It doesn't say how badly, but I mean, maybe because we've now got this kind of very supine press, as Kevin says in the world, maybe we've been asked not to name him because of some kind of reprisal or something. I mean, I don't know. Well, but his well, name is bring nowhere. The headmaster of Batley Grammar School. Or get that charity group to out. <laughs> yeah. Just give it's us a charity his name. Group. Come on, give us his charity. name. But it does seem bizarre, doesn't it, that you can't find his name weird. anywhere? Because in the yeah. old days, you'd have the name. You'd have the old yeah, who, what, yeah, where, when. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. And yeah, we don't have it. And so yeah. I can only assume that they haven't given it out. It's a, yeah, I mean, the sun would have a picture of it. Is this the worst yeah. sailor yeah, yeah, ever? Yeah, yeah, the, the worst well, sea Well, I mean, do you remember... Do you remember Captain some, Calamity. Well, do you remember Captain that, yeah. Hazelwood, who was the guy responsible for, for, for ditching the old uh, Exxon Valdez yeah. up, mm. in, uh, up in the northwest uh, frontier, yeah. up near Seattle, yeah, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and been creating one of the world's biggest uh, crude oil spills. Yeah, that's right. Because he was drinking on the bridge. And he, for a long time, Captain Hazelwood became the kind of poster boy for any anyone who did anything mm. when they were drunk. Mm. And he was ridiculed, I think. Mm. And he probably had to give up mm. being, a, being a skipper. To but yeah, so but that to was... the captain of that boat, we have to say, ever given any thought to a new career? <laughs> uh, yeah, good. so he's definitely worth a plank of the week. Very good. Guy. You're really on form today with the old puns. It did. <laughs> well, it's the other nice. Ever given. It would... Very good. I like that. Uh, 
I'm sorry, I'm allowed to say that, aren't I? Yeah. But it did give us the funniest picture of the week as well. Which what, the was sideways? That tiny little crane yes. next to it. I know, I know. it wasn't trying and to push it off, but it was yeah. funny, wasn't it? But that was, you know, I was surprised they managed to do it as quickly as they did. Yeah. But, uh, oh. It's back up and running now. And now everything's flowing smoothly through smoothly. the Suez Canal. Mm. Very good. Mm. Well done. My mum's been through there. Has she? Mm. Okay. On, on one of those hideous cruise liner things oh. that, she, that people Don't enjoy. Don't fancy that. No. Don't fancy it. She said it's very impressive. I'm sure. That far away from yeah, the edge. Re they really are squeezing Yeah, literally, right, yeah. yeah. By inches. But Maybe anyway, they need to widen it a bit. Doesn't know what he's doing. So that if somebody crashes into the side, they can get round it. Yeah. Right? There's an idea. <laughs> I could be a, an engineer. Yeah. You in know. The Suez Canal. Well, you make the Suez Canal a bit wider, guys. Yeah, you know. yeah, Come in on. the Suez Canal, don't try and overtake. <laughs> Maybe it was like the little digger was trying to do, though, make it just a little bit wider. Yeah. So who's your second one, then? Second one. Oh, God, I'm going to have another woman here. Another woman. Good. Yeah. This is, um, as the news breaks today, that the Clapham Common um, uh, Police, who are policing uh, the Sarah, Ever Sarah Everard um, Memorial yes. um, Gathering. It wasn't a pro it was vigil, thank you very well, much. Well, they called That's it a vigil for a for. while. Anyway, so Clapham Common Police have come out, they've marked their own homework and they didn't do anything wrong. No shock. But this, I'm nominating for the plank this week, um, the lovely Patsy Stevenson. Is this the redhead? The, the, yeah, I mean, she's a gorgeous young woman. The, the redhead. The very, very distinctive hair. Very distinctive. Um, <laughs> gorgeous young woman she was pictured having our um being arrested um and looking at the camera directly with four coppers kneeling on her it's shocking it was great a shocking picture. it was a great picture it was a shocking picture and as a woman i thought oh my god you know there's big burly coppers kneeling on that poor young woman what on earth is going on then then it uh, turns out then it turns out that young miss our um stevenson is actually not exactly as pure as a driven slush. No. No. She's an she's, actress. She's she? an actress. Mm. Um, she's an agitator. Yeah. And she's written this didn't week. Didn't I see her in lots of hit TV shows? Oh, no, I didn't, did no. I? No. No. She's not a very um, successful actress. <laughs> it'd be like Meghan Markle. She, yeah. Yeah. Actress. Well, at least she's and been in something. But this though. week, I mean, which is fine. I mean, you know, look, women had a, a right to be there. It was a very emotional thing. And the, and the whole Sarah Everard thing is just incredibly sad. However, well, they weren't socially distancing, though, were they? Well, no, they weren't, but they so were arrested. They were arrested. Well, the police, some people. the police constabulary inquiry, inspectorate inquiry, said that they were in uh, absolutely the right. The police, because they were in fear of COVID spreading yeah. by the actions of the yeah. people who were at the vigil. Just doesn't spread in Yorkshire, then, though. No, does it? no, no, obviously, you can't no. Get it up there. Schools exactly. in Yorkshire. No, it's no. fine. You can't get it there. Actually, would you if you were COVID? Though, would you want to go there? No, no, okay. not really. Any case, Patsy Stevenson has detracted from the whole Sarah Everard vigil and the awful story by our, um, making it all about her. How uh, surprising is that? Uh, this week she has written a very emotive piece for the independent newspaper. What about? Um, about her. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. What did mm -hmm. she say in it? Uh, well, when I think about the vigil on Clapham Common, remember Sarah Everard, but that's enough about her, yeah. the scene plays out <laughs> in slow motion. The lights from the cameras were oh, so powerful. The lights from the cameras. Striking She's my, an actress. Striking my eyes in the few seconds while I lay on the floor, the unrest and the anger, right. the stirring of women's voices. Uh, my, For God's sake. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so yeah, my, my She's uncle obviously not a writer. Whatever. My uncle had passed away just a few weeks before oh, and oh, I found wow, a badge relevant. for women's rights among his belongings. This fed a flame inside me that had always been there. As it turned out, that flame was about to become a fire. Really? Oh, God. Could, could we stop reading this, yeah. please? <laughs> so yeah. that's, en that's enough of that. But it's, it's not all about her. No. No, 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 this is not, no. Well, this do you is, know, it wouldn't be surprising. This goes on for, for you know. Well, the independent, you know, and that's probably why they're not very many people buy it. Here's the thing. Um, she is an actress. Yeah. She's complaining about lights. Mm -hmm. When you're an actress, then they shine lights on you. Yeah. And take pictures of well, you. Well, I don't know. She, I don't think she's quite that good an actress oh, I see. yet. Right. Only in so I think, yeah, public yeah. But evidently she's Also, been... it wouldn't surprise me to find out that the person that took the picture of her, because it was such a good picture, it was very, knew very... that that was going to be a picture that they could <sighs> no, take. Yeah. I, I'm going to go and get myself arrested. I'm going to make sure they throw me on the ground. Make sure you get the mm. picture. Yeah. I'm sorry to be cynical, but you know. I, I, look, I, I wasn't cynical initially. I thought, oh my God, that's a shocking image, that poor woman. But the more that it's gone on, and then writing a piece like this, completely distracting from what we should be thinking and feeling about yeah. Sarah Everard, everything that went on that night, and the appalling case we but still have. But this is have the me, come. me, it's not just the me generation, it's, it's me. the me, me, me generation now, isn't it? Well, and I mean, like she will say, no doubt, that she's raising uh, the issue. And that's what she's doing in the independent. Well, she's she's not just writing about herself. 
Yeah, no, 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 this is not at all writing about herself. I've been called terrier-like. I've been labelled as bossy or loud. Well, I am loud, mm, and good. I will continue to be loud. Great. Like the suffragettes. Yeah. You're bossy as well. Well, she hasn't thrown herself under any horses yet, has she? No, she threw herself under four burly Some, coppers. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. It's true, though, isn't it? You know, everybody knows that totally... I will uh, not be silenced. They've got the right to protest. They've got the right to protest. Well, what happened... Didn't yesterday, uh, Monday, uh, suddenly we could, were allowed to meet five other people mm. as long as we socially distance. Mm. Yes. That's the amount we're allowed to gather right. Right, as of yesterday. Yeah. This was even before that. So what, why are you allowed to do that? Because I think it might be against the coronavirus. Well, it is. No, I'm not saying that I love the coronavirus no. laws, but that vigil was against the law. Of course it was. Absolutely right. It was, now, just, it was just sad that it's been taken away from what we should all be thinking. Yeah, but, exactly. but it Sorry. was against the law. You know, sad And also the Sarah people, Everard let's not forget, the people organising it said they weren't going to do it. Yeah. So actually they were uh, consulting the police and doing what the police asked them to do. And everybody else turned up anyway. Mm. Yeah. So it wasn't anything to do with Sarah Everard at no. all. Well. It was to do with a punch up with the police. Anyway, we were talking, and you mentioned Meghan Markle there, so I'm just going to I know, say, I'm sorry. For I the record. I don't think anyone noticed. No, I did. But for the record, just <laughs> to say, well, as usual, we will be carrying them over. Uh, and I just want to mention a couple of things that they've done this week. Uh, which is going to refer, I think, to one of the things you're going to talk about. They managed to get somebody else fired, uh, which is good, over in America. Marvellous. It's yeah. great, isn't Well it? done, yeah, Megan. Really you know, the wrecking ball continues. And also, <laughs> good old Hazza has now got two jobs. One as Chief Impact Officer, <laughs> which rather unfortunately people are abbreviating to Chimpo. Chief <laughs> Impact Officer. That was in the Sunday Times before anybody starts giving me a hard time. I'm not going to use that. But... He's getting paid, we think, in excess of a million pounds a year, basically to advise people on their mental health, for which he has no qualification other than saying that he suffers from mental oh, health he, issues. Oh, 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 he was so good with mental health that he let his poor wife, exactly. bless her, St. Megan of Work, suffer appallingly mm. over here with her own mental health. He so didn't much know what so. to do about it. Didn't know what to do. No. So he's and got also, a job. He's also now going to be on the foundation of a fake news organisation, uh, which is going to root out fake news, like when they lied about uh, getting married three days before. Like the whole Oprah interview, basically. Yes. Okay. That could be his first project. Mm. Anyway, so they're carrying mm. over. My, th my second nomination, following hot on the heels of last week when um, Kevin nominated Jed Mercurio, I'm actually going to nominate Line of Duty, the show, because, um, like you, uh, I'm not as impressed with it as uh, I thought I would be. And I watched the second one this week. It's and it's not even average now. It's kind of, it's, it's almost like they're trying to deliberately confuse everyone. So yeah. that you don't really know what's going on. You don't know who's on whose side. You don't know. Now, they will say this is, you know, dramatic content. But the thing that really got me about it this week was that suddenly Jimmy Savile's name got introduced into it. Now, you spoke about Jed Mercurio and how he's very woke and how he's very sort of right on last week. But here's the thing. Jimmy Savile um, was involved, they say, with a lot of, um, you know, top level police officers. But they're now saying that on a show which is a fictional show mm. as if it was a fact. Yeah. Now... Yeah. I'm sure that there are lots of things that we don't know about Jimmy Savile and lots of things that we do mm. know. But they then started introducing Daniel Morgan's name into it, you know, who's another real-life character from police stories of the past. And I just think that's quite a dangerous place to go. If you're a crime drama but you're supposed to be fictional, what the hell are you doing bringing in those kind of names? Well, you know that, you know, we discussed last week, which is why I nominated him for Plank of the Week, Jeb Mercurio's first uh, episode of this Series 6. You know, it was just a tedious, acronym-packed disaster. Yeah. Uh, and guess what? I mean, they got a great audience last week with 9.5 million or something. How guess was what? it this week? 700,000 hemorrhaged oh, really? away. That's gone. quite a lot, isn't yeah. it? Uh, that's a big so that's falling almost, off. That's almost a 10% yeah, of So what level, do we call it? it now? Decline of duty is mm, going very down. Very good. He's on form today, isn't he? Hey? Well, it is. It, it, it <laughs> 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 I've written a few headlines. Yeah. Right, sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's... It's just, and people have been primed mostly by the BBC hype department. Mm. This is the greatest thing ever on telly. Yeah. And they're refusing to, they're watching it, and I know what's going on. They yeah. go, this isn't very good. And then they go, brilliant, right. compelling. Yes. But it's not. But it's it, a bit I, like people, have you ever read Captain Corelli's Mandolin? Right? Everybody raved on about what a great book that was, right? I started I, reading I tried. it. I literally couldn't get through it. You and tried Wolf Hall. 
No oh way. Oh my God, that is That's awful. The, what, the book or the, or the, the show? The, the, the book. Oh, right. It no. looks unreadable. Well, the show was impenetrable because it was all shot in the dark. Yeah. Right? And everyone was whispering. Yeah. You're kind of going, what's that? <laughs> well, look, I can't see anyone and I can't hear you. Oi, Cromwell. Can you talk, speak you up, put some bloody lights Oi, on. Oi, Cromwell, speak up. Come on, mate. God's sake, <laughs> I, yeah. But, you know, but people have this thing where they don't want to admit that they don't get something. So they all go, oh, yes, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Fantastic. Like when you go to, uh, a Shakespeare, uh, one of the comedies, yeah. and the Midsummer Night's Dream, or something, yeah. and, and the, all these pretentious idiots in the audience start going, "Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. That. it's not his, funny." His version of Othello, yeah. absolutely brilliant. It's just Emperor's New Clothes, isn't it's it? It's like the opera as well. Yeah. People go to the opera. I hate the opera. Right? I've, I've tried. The only thing once. I like about the opera is the restaurant at the top of the uh, the, the opera house in Covent Garden, which is very good. And in the summer, <laughs> you can sit outside, lovely. Um, but sit through four hours of an opera. I yeah, that's terrible. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what is worth it. Um, if you must, even though it's rubbish. Ballet, really boring. I hate ballet. Really boring. But you ballet. get lots and lots of break intervals because the dancers get knackered. Yeah. So you can all go... So you Do you know what I ten, really ten hate about the ballet? I once went to see the Bolshoi, right, at the Lincoln Centre in New York. Oh, wow. Because um, they were in town and that was my treat. It was you know? a thing, yeah. So I, I went, with, went with my sister and her then boyfriend and my then wife. And it was like... It's like, why can I hear all that? That's what it was. 
to the club and his old wife turned up one day and they said, what are you doing here? And she went, well, I've, I've come to, you know, lie by the pool and have some lunch. And they went, no, sorry, you're not married to him anymore. They wouldn't let her in. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way, that's sorry, the way that's the way it used to be. Anyway, uh, your third, in some places. your third uh, plank, clap, clap. Kevin. Right, okay, once Dawn... What? Dawn's finished being sexist about golf. Uh, let's move on to my third nomination, on, which Get is Chief it. Constable Simon Bailey. Uh, he is the National Police Chief's Council Child Protection Lead. That's what he's called. Lead. So he's very involved in the reaction to the rape culture scandal, uh, largely at private schools, but also some state, yes. schools, uh, state schools as well. Uh, now, uh, fine, and he's encouraging parents who believe uh, that their kids are victims of uh, rape or sexual yes. abuse to come forward, but he's also encouraging parents to shop their kids to the police, yeah. which is, you know, it's just not going to happen, is it? But this is what, uh, you know, I'm all for the police Well, also, how do you know, I mean, if you're a parent, as I am, um, you're clearly not going to shop your teenage son for something yeah. that you don't know that he's you done. And the schools, the schools have been reluctant to do it as well. I mean, what slightly worries me about this, I mean, we're being told this is a ticking time bomb, mm. massive scandal. And, you know, I have no knowledge at all of what it is. But, uh, and it could be the, the tip of a terrible iceberg. Yeah. But... Uh, there's no names involved so far. Mm. This is just 7,000 people putting stories on. It's an anonymous website, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. You can uh, say whatever uh, you so want. So people say, oh, it's not the time, you know, we don't have to name names. Well, I think you do, actually. Mm. Uh, but anyway, this is what... So I'm all for the police being proactive about yeah. this. Uh, uh, I'm not that keen on the idea of schools shopping their pupils to the police or parents shopping their pupils to the uh, their kids to the police. Uh, I don't think that necessarily is a healthy well, thing Well, it depends to do. on what evidence there is. Uh, yeah, it? exactly right. Now, which brings me to my point. Yeah. This is why Chief Constable Simon Bailey is one massive great plank. This is what he said. If parents are aware uh, that their son or their daughter has been a victim of abuse, then please come forward and report the abuse. Their account will be believed and we will deal with it appropriately. When are these coppers going to learn? They cannot say this. You cannot say your account will be believed. It isn't your job as a copper to automatically believe people. Yeah. It isn't your job as a copper to turn the police force into an institutionally gullible pile of morons mm. who accept anything anyone t tells them just because they're a victim. What Mr Bailey ought to realise is it is a policeman's job to be automatically sceptical yeah. of anything they are told. Anything yeah. from anyone. <coughs> you will be believed must be eradicated from the police vocabulary. In fact, they were told this after Operation Midland, mm. the ludicrous VIP pedo ring yes. scandal that ruined so many lives. They were told this, you will be believed, which yes. is what they did to Carl Beach. Mm. They came in, told them fanciful stories, and they had a policy to believe, yeah. and therefore lives were ruined, um, m m tens of millions of pounds were wasted, coppers... Careers were ruined uh, on the back of this ludicrous policy, you will be believed. Mm. So Simon Bailey, for saying that everyone who reports a school rape will be relieved, I mean, this is, is a trouble, massive plank. But the problem is, for them, they're doing that because they believe that some people don't come forward because they don't I mean, think they're going to be released. But it's not good enough. No, I know that. But they still, they're just not very clever at sort of articulating yeah. Yeah. things. I, 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 think, I think the problem with this, sir, um, what he's said, is the, how he's articulated. I think you're right. And that we do have a problem being serious. So we do have a problem. Well, do we? We, we don't know we, yet, do, do we? we do have a, woman, a problem with women in this country who feel like they can't report sexual assaults or rape because they will not be taken seriously. And I think it is important that we make it clear that if you have... Well, well no, but you can't tell them they will be believed. Well, maybe well, they you should have say... To, you have to believe somebody no, no, initially, no, no, Kevin. No, 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 no. Well, no, well, no, 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 As you would expect. You, have, you will answer. be taken seriously, well, you not you will be serious. believed. No, what if they're lying? Well, that, look, uh, yeah, well, that is for the investigation to prove. Well, yeah, but look, but you, you can't, can't start an investigation telling the alleged victim they should, they will be believed. That's ludicrous. Well, because, yeah, but you it's have to say... Look, no, no, it's not. It's not ludicrous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Because women will not come forward because they don't think they would be 
suppose leave. they're lying. Well, they might be lying, but that's what the oh, investigation. I, see, so that's I all think. Right. No, I that's think. what the investigation. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm ridiculous. No, I'm not. Listen, enough. I still think that you will be believed would be a better phrase. Yes. I think he's right about that. What do you mean you will be believed? Sorry, you will be taken seriously. Taken seriously. Taken seriously. It's fine. As I said, there was a problem in the way this was articulated. It's a much better thing to say. No, no, we have to. We have to expunge. They coppers have got to stop saying you will be believed. It isn't their job. They mustn't believe anyone until they've checked it out. You, you have to take people seriously when yeah, they are fine. making but that's an right accusation that. of sexual assault and rape. There, and there women, is a way of dealing Women with need to come forward and they shouldn't be questioned on what they're wearing, where they were going, who they were with, their sexual history. Oh, you've got topless pictures of yourself on your yeah, mobile phone. but that's phone. not covered by you will be believed either. Uh, no, it's so not. So there's no point saying, saying it. The articulation in that was wrong, yes. but women do need to come forward. I still think he's a plank. Let's it's go with you. It's a plank, and it's not just girls, by the way. I we're think talking it's about not boys Absolutely, well. yeah. of course rape we are. victims aren't always women. But when we're, we're also victimised... And also, rape, alleged rape victims uh, lie as well. Of course, look, look so we're not you saying... you will be believed is bizarre you will and be absurd. taken seriously. But this is not just about victimising women, because there's a school in um, Australia, in, in Melbourne, Brower College, in Warnamaboo. It's a hard one to say that. Uh, yeah, it's a very you're hard very one well to say. Very well done for trying. Where, uh, and these are boys as young as 12 were asked to stand up in assembly and apologise yeah. to their, their classmates, their female to their classmates, female classmates yeah. for, for men being uh, men, guilty of rape. Men generally. I know, men yeah. Generally. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, this is These it. I mean, kids. there is now this culture where, <laughs> you know, if you're a man, uh, you won't be believed, if, is, is the, the other inference of that, or if you are the alleged assailant, you will not be believed. Because you've been accused of something, therefore, and they did, they did a lot of this with with domestic violence yeah. disputes as well. Yeah, of course. Where they believed the person. Well, he he said, she said. Yeah, and unfortunately, whether you like it or not, an awful lot of rape cases come down to he said, she said. He yeah. said, yeah. and of course. then she said, and then then this happened, oh, and sadly, you know that's the trouble. You know this yearning for much better uh, statistics in terms of successful convictions of rape. Uh, is just pie in the sky. Mm. The problem is, is, is that defence, uh, rape, really sadly and tragically, but it is the case, is the easiest offence to defend. Mm. Uh, because in the end, you can establish reasonable doubt. He said that, she said that, how do you know yeah. which one is telling exactly. the truth? And every, also, every in, and also in, the end, in the end, if you are, as a police officer, first answering, asking the questions, mm. and you get called into the dock to give your evidence, and the clever barrister says, but you told my client that you believed her, now you're saying something else. So it kind of, it slightly can, can damage the case as well because, because you're basically saying, well, you've already said well, you believe her it. before she's told you what happened. That's why they mm -hmm. do it. And uh, after the uh, Operation Midland debacle, uh, there was an official uh, uh, public inquiry into that. And the police were told to stop. They're ordered mm. by this inquiry, uh, among their findings, you must stop telling people you, they yeah. will be believed. Mm. Uh, and uh, the uh, and you must also stop referring to uh, alleged rape victims as rape victims. Yes, uh, you can't do that because once you start saying you refer to the defend the the plaintiff as it were as the victim, then it's as if they are yeah. the victim. Now at that stage they're just the alleged victim. They were told the cops uh, by the Mi Operation Middle Inquiry you must stop yeah, telling right. people they were. I mean, in the end as well, the problem is calling them yeah. victims, the and they haven't. Yeah. They haven't. They refuse. The problem to. though, as well, is they that you're also to. you're kind of diminishing the real cases by saying you believe absolutely everyone that says that, that, that something has happened. Uh, to them. Look, and that's I, the other I, thing. I, 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 agree I think we spent enough time on this. The already. language was wrong, but the yeah, but it's the language. It's their official language. It's not just that. Can we not get on about this? that's enough of that what that conversation we've done it for too long now we're running out of time you know we have got a time limit here so can we have your third plank please oh my god you're being yeah, so assertive mike you're like holding it, yourself actually. come on get on with it let's go <laughs> not like a woman to talk too much is it gents any case oh, god you have been so news night. Today. Shut up. next thing you'll be telling me women play golf well, why would we? We have better things to do with our time. Do would you get on with it, you two, and stop bickering? <laughs> Christ. Yes, Dad. In any case, my third nomination is CBS. Yes. The American TV broadcaster who this week let go or sacked or she walked out. Who knows what the truth is? Sharon Osbourne, because Sharon Osbourne was on her morning show, which is a bit like Loose Women in America. Yeah. Imagine the right. horrors of that. Um, it's Only called words. The Talk. Called? The Talk. The Talk. Thank you very much, Kevin. God, you do have a use. Uh, yeah, The Talk. So, 
um, Sharon was on there with her uh, female co-host who happens to be black and she was Sharon was defending Piers Morgan who um, over the whole Meghan Markle mm. she's always around isn't she um, interview with Oprah um, and for this reason Sharon has been accused of racism herself and has had to leave the show but do you know what's annoying <sighs> the most annoying thing about this is that she was made to apologise Right, because after she defended Piers, they then all kind of had a collective hissy fit mm. and brought her back onto the set the next day to say to her um, that you don't understand that you are unconsciously racist because you're friends with somebody who's racist. So not only did they accuse Piers of being racist, which he blatantly is... There was they, no point that Piers was right. racist. So, so they made her apologise and she's still gone. Yeah. So she shouldn't have apologised, well, should it she? Turned, no, because, she, because it turned into a witch hunt then. Because yeah. everybody she's ever worked with on this particular TV channel then racked their brains to think of something offensive. Sharon Osbourne, who, let's face it, has she's got a quite offensive, isn't she? Being yeah. feisty, I think is the polite way yeah. of putting it. Um, you know, and saying, well, she called me this, she called me that. And OK, fine. And, and so CBS has said, we can no longer work with this woman. Now, the, the irony is they've employed her for 11 seasons of no, this show. These are all historical accusations. Why are they suddenly so important now, I mm. wonder? But this is what these people now do, isn't it? They go back and find things that could be misconstrued it's, and it's then deliberately misconstrue them. And, and this awful situation now that anyone who has the temerities to uh, suggest that uh, anything Meghan Markle said in that interview might not be true mm. is a racist. Yes. Yeah. It is the shutting down, of sensible, do it? shutting down of sensible discussion. Yeah. So Piers saying, I don't believe a word she said, that makes him a racist. It's mm. ridiculous. No, 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 no. Absolutely no. So, ridiculous. So basically, if you follow that to the nth degree, then Piers can only take issue with fellow white, straight, middle-aged men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. white people yeah. can't discuss racism mm. because we don't understand it. No. Well, you know, it's all due respect to every people who uh, are the victims of racism, you know, and it's terrible. Now, they would have a deeper understanding of, of it than perhaps us, but it really isn't a tricky concept. No. I think we can understand racism. Exactly, yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Mm. But yeah, but as I said earlier, with Megxit uh, being just about a year, uh, from now back. Oh, what a lovely anniversary. It's like the first anniversary <sighs> this week. Um, you know, she continues to wreck people's careers well, with the kind of the, the, and, the reverberation and, of that bleeding interview. You know, and on social media, all the people defending her are the sort of like, you know, woke, be kind, be inclusive. Oh, the be brigade. kind people, they're really but, kind, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who want to not only sort of like you lose your job and, and cancel culture is, is, is far worse than that, but then also send you death threats. Mm. I That's mean, both, nice, isn't it? both Piers Morgan and Sharon, I'm no fan of Sharon Osbourne, by the way, and Sharon Osbourne have had to hire extra security yeah. because of the death threats. I, I mean, Piers has a little girl at home with her. I him. know. It's absolutely shocking how these people are. Hmm. hmm. You've just thrown your pen down and disgusted. I'm disgusted. So, so angry. I'll tell you what, this last one's going to make you really down. angry, right? It's your friend and mine, your, your chief medical officer, Mr. Chris Witty. Sir Chris. Oh, Sir Chris. Sir Chris. Oh, Chris. Sir Chris. Sir Chris. Never as a man deserved a Oh, my God. Did you see him this week, though, at the new, brand oh, new sort of, you yeah, know, the two uh, briefing room? Million pounds the two and a half million pound briefing room, right? Where he's talking about the old, um, the wall, right? Now, he seems to have um, changed his view of the wall. You know what the wall is, don't you? The wall is all the vaccinated people that mm. are going to stop COVID mm. from coming into mm. the country, right? Because the COVID is going to meet the wall. However, this week, he's decided that the wall's got a leak in it, right? And he's calling it a leaky wall. Did, uh, they, he said, uh, he actually, what, 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 I mean, this, trust me, this is not a medical term. He says <laughs> that there's now a leaky wall, and that's the problem, because there are leaks in the wall which might allow the COVID to come back in. And he says, this guy, the same guy who says it's safe to play football, even golf, right, but football in particular, oh, blokes, course, yeah. in particular, yeah, because you don't I normally... I bet Chris Whitty plays golf, actually. I don't think he does anything he does. in which he enjoys himself. <laughs> he literally does not have an enjoyable bone in his body. Can you imagine sitting next to this guy on a plane? I think, he's oh, a no. good, I think he's a good man. He's just wrong. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's a good man. But he's incredibly he tedious. he's doing good. He's, he's incredibly... I think he's just wrong. He's, but he's a year terrifying people. But he's also told people... But he thinks that's important yeah. to do. Oh. He's committed There's to There's ways of getting messages But he's also the same guy who says, yeah, it's all right, you can go out and play football, you can slide tackle somebody, they can fall on top of you, but what you can't do under any circumstances is go anywhere near anyone outside. You can't hug them. No. You can't kiss no. them. Uh, no. You can't hold hands. No. You can't touch them. No. What is wrong with him? 
He's a plank. He is a plank. Mm -hmm. Imagine a picnic, right, with five people, one of them's witty. You're all on your own. It's like sort of some kind of ridiculous scene from, um, you know, the 40 Thieves, where you're all sitting on your own rug. Mm. Because you can't sit on anybody else's rug because that's illegal. You know, you know the, what the, the hell's going on? <laughs> you know, that's a ridiculous thing I read during the week was that, you know, if you're a couple getting married, you're allowed to get married now, evidently. If you're a couple getting married, but you don't live together. Yeah. In theory, it's illegal to kiss the bride yes. at the ceremony. So when, so, when the, so when you get to that what? bit, presumably the vicar says, you may now not kiss the bride. How yeah. did we get there? Huh? By, the, by the way, what was this? It's, so it's, it's the new relaxation of the rules is you no longer le need exceptional reasons to get married. So what, 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 <laughs> they, what they took... What, uh, what if she's or, pregnant? What was it before? Is that an exceptional the, yeah, reason? Yeah, you know, you now have to know the person you're going to yes. get married to or something like that. You have to have And also, what, did they not say that the father of the bride has to walk two metres behind? Yeah. <laughs> If he's given her you away. You only have six people there, but right? But genuinely, there are people uh, out there, right, just... who ask about what the rules are. I know. You know and some of these journalists... Oh, oh don't get me started do on those think, press conferences. Um, do you think I might be able to go and meet my long-lost brother who lives in Wales? No, I'm afraid you can't do that um, because you can't go to Wales. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. You know, how about you just do it? You I know. know. Oh, by the way, to, uh, your favourite subject, Dawn, you've seen oh. that, 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 this golf course, golf club, and half of it is, goes across the border. Oh, yeah. So it go, it's at the Welsh-English border. Oh. So the uh, Welsh, because they, they've got their... Uh, rules re relax the Welsh players can play all 18 hours right. but the English can't <laughs> no, <laughs> so, so there's mad. this divided do you remember there was, there was a, there was a pub this? wasn't there there was a pub right on the border yeah. somewhere near Shropshire yeah. where the car park was in England yeah. and the rest of the pubs in Wales and when they shut the pub in Wales you could only go in the car park <laughs> but they couldn't bring you a drink you going? Oh, it's just insane. How do we end up here? This is just bonkers isn't it how did we end up here it's terrible absolutely awful oh. well so that's our nine so now we've got to get them down to the uh, three. Blimey. I, 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 Who wants to go first? I can't remember what was what. No, well, this is all about bickering, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Maybe I should make you two the first two planks. Yeah. And, then, and then we'll give the third one yeah, some yeah, witty. Yeah, you win. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about winning. It's about taking part. <laughs> Sod that. Right. So mm. do you want to choose mine? Do you? Go on, then. Just to refresh my memory. Okay, go I've got China. 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 I've got Chris Whitty. My and pen's run out. Your pen's run out because you threw it down <laughs> in a fit of peak. <laughs> God, this Shut is getting out of hand. Why a line of duty. This down? Because I'm a journalist, Kevin. Well, you can't remember. No. Don't tell, the, don't tell anyone in <laughs> so China. You said it three seconds ago. China. <laughs> Chris Whitty. Line of duty. Look at the state of it. <laughs> Has anybody got any <laughs> insulin? Don't say that. She needs some insulin. <laughs> I'm going to go for Chris Whitty because I Chris Whitty. Yeah, he's, he's just a such a blank. You can't go wrong with Chris Whitty. No. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. Right. Oh, Why don't God. you tell Kevin what your three are? Um, <laughs> Jennifer. Can, you are? can you remember them? <laughs> <laughs> you need to write them down. Jennifer, right? uh, Jennifer Curie. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Good one. Um, Patsy Stevenson, the red-haired right. bird. Um, and CBS, the news channel in uh, America. Yeah, well, we did. I like. Uh, they're a really good three, actually, seriously. Thank uh, you, Kevin. C CBS, we did the other week, so I'm going to let them off the hook, uh, even though they're a disgrace. Uh, the red-haired girl from the, what's her name? Patsy. Yeah, exactly. Patsy I mean, Steve. yeah, I don't really want to give her yeah, any more publicity. I don't, you know, uh, go away. Return to the obscurity for which you were designed. Nice hair, please. Uh, so definitely uh, for me. Uh, the fabulously ludicrous Jennifer Arcuri, <laughs> <laughs> the Prime Minister's former uh, on the side <laughs> while he was married. So for the most boring sex scandal. Yeah, it really is. So boring. Yeah. So boring. That's funny. Right, so Kevin, you tell me your three. Uh, I went for uh, the headmaster of Batley Grammar School, yep. Gary, Gary Kibble, first because of his uh, over-hasty and unnecessary apology. Yes. Uh, then for the useless and as yet anonymous captain of the Ever Given, Ever Given Any Thought to a New Career, because you can't get through the straight uh, Suez Canal. <laughs> That's It costs us seven billion quid a day, so captain... Uh, Captain Calamity there, and finally uh, Chief Constable Simon Bailey, who used that uh, phrase that should be banned: uh, "You will be yes. believed to people." Absolutely right. Now I'm betwixt and between on this one because I think the uh, Captain of the Ever Given is a definite plank, and it's so <laughs> it's, it is, it and it's, it's the big it's, story of the week, isn't and it, it is funny. I know. I know it shouldn't be funny, but it, it is shouldn't funny. be. But we came in on Monday, and everyone was kind of going, "You know, this is a very serious story." You kind of <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. I know. It's really yeah, it's awful. Terrible. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. luckily nobody got hurt. I think it's going to have to be him. I'm going to. I'm going to say though, we're going to make the uh, Mr. Kibble from Batley Grammar number four. Yeah, because I think he's certainly he's in there. That, he's in if it, wasn't, if it wasn't for the captain of this ship, mm. he would be in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that means the top three are Chris Whitty, Jennifer Arcuri, and the captain of the Ever Given. So what are we going to do? Mm. I'd like to go for. I mean, I, I fancy Jennifer Arcuri. Yes. Who said nobody ever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you know what I, Hang on. That's sexist. That's sexist. Um, I, I would go along with that. Mm. I would definitely go along with that. So would I, because that yeah. means I win. Not that it's a competition. Not that it's a competition. No, no. As long as you don't argue anymore, I, I don't care I what you do. Your one, so it was a debate. It was a terrible argument. It's a debate. It's a very unseemly. Argument. Very unseemly for the sort of high level of uh, intellectual <laughs> rigor Why can I that try we expect on this we're show. We're trying not to be sexist, and you're just being sexist yeah. right in centre. So we've got... What, because we're used to? No, no, because you say women don't play golf. God. No, Can we not go golf, back to that? More men play golf. For God's sake. Because it's boring. All right, it's listen. Just appallingly. <laughs> yeah. well, do you not wish to, to have the <laughs> results? Or would you rather just keep arguing? You can do your own well, show. Probably, like, probably the latter. <laughs> actually, half an hour later. So, uh, Chris Whitty, number three. Captain of the Ever Given. Mm -hmm. and by the way, if anybody knows what the captain's name is, by all means let us know. Yeah. Because that would be handy. Um, but the final plank of the week nomination and victory is for Jennifer Arcuri. Yeah. Now, you'd like to say businesswoman. But really, <coughs> she's just Boris Johnson's bit on the side, isn't she? I'm afraid. Yep. But now she's Plank of the Week. So finally, well she's done, been recognised for something. Doing it for women everywhere. Well done, Jennifer. We'll see you next time. <laughs>